what's going on? Strat Soldier here for the podcast Enforce. The only podcast with me, the Strat Soldier, looking at the market through the eyes of the Strat. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you very much. Today is February 16th. We are, man, today was a doozy. All right. Today was a doozy. We had uh, jobless claims come out. Um, and I. I remember back in 2019, we did not give a crap about these jobless claims. <laughs> we didn't care about CPI. We didn't care about any of this stuff. It seemed every day can't be special, okay? It, listen to here, market. Every day can't be special, all right? <laughs> but we're having people like cut whole positions, you know, good positions too, uh, just because CPI and news and inflation and things like that. And it, not to say that they're wrong. Just because this news is definitely uh, affecting the market big time, I'm just saying I'll be glad when, when we don't care about this stuff anymore <laughs> because we can go back to trading. Um, so we had CPI numbers come out. Oh, excuse me. Nope. Jobs, jobless claims. Jobless claims. Uh, and CPI was early this week. Yep. It's been. No, that was last week. It's been nuts. It's been crazy. Lots of news. Lots of news. And because of the jobless claims, uh, we got to have the numbers. If there's a lot of jobs, that means uh, that's good, right? No, that means that's bad because the people have the income to deal with the high high prices of inflation, and inflation is just going to keep going. Oh, okay. So we need we need people with less jobs. Yes. Oh, okay. So less jobs, so they not, the economy looks bad, so that. I think, you know, the demand for things goes down and then the price goes down and then inflation goes down, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> that doesn't make sense at all, you know? So that's why I don't like trading the news. I only trade the price. What's actually happening on the screen? Uh, the The title for today's episode is, Who is Responsible for Your Trades? Who is responsible for your trades? We're going to get to that. Uh, today, uh, February 16th, SPY opened up gap down on the 60s. Um, but it gapped down on the 60-minute chart. Opened up, The entire market opened up at 408.76. Okay? Now, again, we're keeping it to uh, numbers, okay? Because we're driving. We don't have time. You know, we're taking care of the kids. We're taking care of the house. We don't have time to <laughs> think about... Pennies, okay? So the market opens up at uh, 408, okay? Is that good? <laughs> the market opens up at 408 and starts trading up, okay? And because the you know sellers got what they wanted, buyers, here comes the buyers. Here comes the people that like to buy the dip, all right? And so that automatically caused us to open up lower than yesterday and yesterday's range so we had a two one two reversal to the downside already in force on the day okay in force okay so february 16th opened up lower than yesterday's range okay which was an inside bar and which was an inside bar so uh, again, the dip buyers came in, you know, the buyers said, all right, we got this. And, you know, with the strat, what we do is we, when we do see a gap down, we're looking for the 2-2 reversal back up on the 60. Okay. If you did not know that, that's what we do on. And I'm talking about the 60-minute chart. Okay. And price trades all the way up back up to 410 in the first hour. Second hour opens, starts trading above 410. 
and then proceeds all the way up to 412, okay? Now, that first hour, okay, low, again, ended at 4, opened up at 408, closed at 410, okay? Then the next hour, the second hour, starts at 1030, opened up at 410, and then traded higher, all right? That's a reversal. That's what we're going to get you in on, okay? That's what we want to get you in on. And uh, now that day was red, so we're not talking about time frame continuity yet, just yet. I know you stratters out there are like, come on now, that was a red day. Why would we do that? I know, I know. Again, just trying to give the people, uh, the new people here uh, that's never seen the strat before, or don't know what we're talking about, a little visual in their mind of what uh, what's going on here, okay? Uh, again, the first hour... Traded really low, okay? Ended, started at 4.08, ended at 4.10. Next hour, opened up at 4.10, started trading higher. That means buyers are here, all right? Buyers are in there. And some people were pretty fast. Some people got in there. What I would have did, and what I did do, what I did do is look for anything taken out yesterday's highs, okay? That was that was Apple. Apple triggered the 2.12 continuation up on the week, okay? What does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? That means Apple opened up this week at um, opened up this week at one fifty one seventeen. Okay, Apple opened up this week at one fifty one, and then when it got above one fifty five, which was last week's highs, all right, that was your that was your entry to get in. All right. Now there wasn't a lot of magnitude there. The magnitude to take that out was to take out was 157. Okay, so 155 to 157. Some people say not a lot to scream at. Uh, if you trade options, that's a, that's it. That's it right there. That looks good. <laughs> but what I did was I started a small position on Apple on the week two one two continuation up. That means the price in the weeks are continuing to trend up. Uh, why? Why did I do that? Because of the month. 2-2 two, two reversal up on the month. This month of February is trading higher than January's highs. Okay, January's highs was 147. We are currently at 153. Uh, we had a lot of a lot of people out there. Once the price, uh, and if you look at the, go to the go to your Apple uh, charts again. If you are if you don't subscribe to any charting software don't worry about it go to yahoo finance go to yahoo finance and type in aapl aapl is the ticker name and with aapl you will see um you'll see that very first bar just like spy okay now this this opened up at 153 talking about apple february 16th opened up the very first hour at 153 and traded up all right, buyers are in here. It ended at 154. The next hour opens at 154. It starts trading up. Once it got above 145, 154, once it got above 154, which was the high of of the first hour, boom, get in. Get in. That's what you want to get in on. That's the reverse you want to get in on. And you had the day was green. Yeah, the 60 was green. The day was green. The week was green. The month is green. We call that full time frame continuity, okay? Full time frame continuity. Love it. That's the kind of trades I want to be in. That's what that's the stuff. All right. Now I got a couple of haters out there. Couple couple naysayers. 
One guy even told me, uh, and he knows who he is too. Uh, one guy told me, well, this aged well. Uh, it, honestly, if, was, if this was it, and the reason why he's saying that is because uh, the market started tank, started uh, reversing, puking hard, puking hard to the downside. Um, if you look at the, again, the 60-minute charts on Apple, you will see two red bars on the very last uh, hour, two hours of the day. And I'm texting my buddy. I'm like, what is happening? Is there news? You know, because I'm at work. I don't have time to, I don't have time. I don't, number one, I don't trade the news anyway. And I'm like, what is happening? Why Why are we, why is the market dropping so hard? You know what I mean? Other than just the 2-2 two, two reversal down on the 60, you know, the the buyers got what they wanted. So they started, started taking profits and there's actual selling now. I was waiting for, an, you know, of course I knew that. But I'm like, there's got to be news because this is everything. Simultaneous break to the downside. Something's happening here. So, <laughs> so he didn't know what was going on. I could hold on. Later on, I found out it was more news like around 2.30 about um, inflation. About inflation. Another inflation report. Okay. Inflation's not going in the direction that they want. It's not going lower. You know, they keep, they keep, you know, talking about these raising 50 basis points, you know. And if anybody know doesn't know how much fifty basis points is, it's about it's about two uh, percent. Okay, it's about two percent. Uh, so, and these basis points are so small, you know. Um, but anyway, uh, I knew that was news. I knew that was news because that's a pretty dramatic drop for all markets to basically uh, reverse to the downside and triangle they out the entire. Everybody who got long today, all right, what I mean by triangle the out is we had corrective activity um, on the 60-minute chart that completely took out everybody, almost everybody today, almost everybody. Um, it didn't, uh, for Apple, it didn't trigger a downside on the day. It didn't re-trigger an outside day to the, you know. To the downside, it did not. The day is still green, but now we have a shooter on the day. Shooter on the day. That's our actionable signal for today. Is uh, for tomorrow is a shooter. All right. If it trades below, if the price trades below 153, then uh, that, that first target's 152. We're going to take that out quick. Okay. Then the next target is 150. All right. If we take that out, woo. All right. What's that going to do? That's going to take us below. That's going to take us. Um, uh, outside week to the downside. All right. Nope. Not for Apple. Nope. Not for Apple. Uh, it, the price is going to have to trade below 140, 149 for that to be an outside week, which is an engulfing bar for, for people that know technical analysis. Okay. On the week. Um, so who's responsible for my trades? All right. So I got in on Apple. I personally got in on Apple and, uh, Again, this guy says, oh, that, that, that aged well. Okay. Didn't hit my stops. This thing does not hit me, did not hit my stops yet. And I'm trading common shares. So, and, but even then I tell you guys all the time, push your stops up toward the price, push your stops toward the price. Okay. Push your stops toward the price. What's that going to do? If the price does start reversing to the downside, all right, you have an out. You have an out. With every trade we get in on, we want an out. Why? Um, I want to know where I can take profit. And if, if this trade goes against me, how? what am I going to do? 
I have to have an out. Okay, so when I get in, I'm I'm planning an entry and I'm planning an exit. Okay, let's go back to the military. I always talk about the military uh, um, uh, analogies because that's that's what I know. So that's what works for me. All right, I'm not going into the fight if I don't have if I don't have a way out. Okay, I'm not going in to clear a building if we don't know how we're going to get out. <laughs> Oh, uh, okay, one more, one more. Uh, for all you people that play Call of Duty, all right, you play DMZ uh, on on Call of Duty. You do not go in there to to you know take out the bad guys and do the missions if you don't exfil. None of it, none of it matters. <laughs> there you go. That's one for my my video game people. If you don't exfil, none of it matters. No points for you. All right, nothing. All right. So what I'm saying is, with every trade you take, you have to have an you have to have an out. That's it. You know, when I get in, here's my entry. I'm going to keep pushing my stops. Either I'm going to use the PSAR or I'm going to use a trend line to identify um, the trend. And once the price straight breaks that trend, I'm going to get out. Uh, what's another way? Uh, if there's a two-two reversal down on the 60-minute chart or the daily chart or the 60-minute or excuse me or the weekly chart. That's going to trigger me to get out, you know what I mean? Um, and then a positive. You know, of course, we're always talking about positives. Um, I got a 2-2 reversal up on the month, all right? The magnitude on that thing is uh, the second target. It already hit it, uh, but the second target is 155. Let's just say it hits 155. Start pushing my stops up, okay? If anything goes nuts, I have it out. Push my stops. I mean, it hits my stops. You know, the price keeps trading down, keeps trading down, keeps trading down. Boom. Hits my stops. I get stopped out of profit. Okay? I get stopped out of profit. You have to have a systematic way of taking profits. That's that's definitely true. Okay? <laughs> but, um, so who's responsible for my trades? All right? If I, everybody likes to blame the market when things go bad. It's the algos. It's the algorithms. They're screwing me over. It's the market makers. They knew the market makers knew what my uh, my entry was, and they were they they screwed me over. They're stop hunting me. Okay, I said that in the last episode, but uh, you know that's that's normal. That's easy, you know. Um, but let's let's just take that same. If we're if we're gonna give the market uh, um, our if we're gonna give the market responsibility for our trades, and we're gonna say they're they're responsible for our losers, then we have to give them responsibility for our winners, right? <laughs> So here we go. Let's do the same thing. Let's do the same thing, but uh, we give them, uh, we give the market responsibility for our wins. Okay, I got in on Apple two one two reversal up. Okay, it traded above one fifty five, one fifty four. It traded above one fifty four and traded all the way to one fifty six. Oh my goodness! One two three four five hours in a row, nothing but buying. Oh my goodness! This is great. You know, you know why this is great because the market knew where I was getting in at, so they kept adding more buyers for me to get in there. They 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 put news out there that said, you know, Apple's coming out with more products. Apple, this is a real thing. Apple's putting out new, um, like a, uh, you know, buy now pay later, a buy now pay later uh, type of program. All right, that's news. That you know, that's they put that out there for me. Let's look at seasonality. Okay, I got Trend Spider. Here's my seasonality charts. It says February is good. You know, for uh, for um, you know, it's been it's been great seasonality for for February. This is this is this is this is the market helping me out. 
<laughs> Doesn't that sound weird? <laughs> that sounds totally weird. All right. You know, nobody does that. I, I think that's a super crazy, awesome, positive point of view, though. If you looked at if you looked at your buddies like and told them all that stuff, they'd be like, I mean, he's not wrong, but I don't think they care about you. <laughs> or let's do the opposite, okay? Okay, they knew the market knew. Keep going. I want to keep going with this one. This is so funny. Uh, they knew I needed to take profits, so what they did was is they added in sellers. And uh, because they know I like to, you know, I'll take my profits. So, you know, here it comes. Here's my 2-2 reversal. Actually, actually, outside 60 on the on the last bar where they traded above the last uh, hour and then they traded below the last hour. Okay, took out both sides. And and they knew I was going to cut my longs. So I, t I took it. I, I cut my longs. And then I bought puts. And then the market started saying more bad news about uh, uh inflation and my puts went through the roof boy it was awesome i made all kind of money <laughs> man no that does not sound right right it sounds weird anyway it's a funny exercise um so i guess what i'm saying is if you're going to give the market if you're going to blame the market for your um if you're going to give the market responsibility for losses you have to give them responsibility for your wins, and but it sounds icky. It sounds weird. It sounds stupid. The market doesn't give a crap about where you're getting in and at or where you're getting out at. Okay. Uh, other people like to say, um, and this is true though, the market doesn't give a crap about what you think, and that's true. The market does not care what you think. I would say a a, a deeper and more uh, in, a more accurate way of saying that is the market doesn't think at all okay when you pull up your charts that you know um, we are using these charts to identify trends so that we can profit off of them we are using these charts to identify a trend a trend that we can get in on a reversal we can get in on to take take and then push our stops up until we get stopped out profit okay that's 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 what we do as straters right Create winning positions, add to them, and get it, and defend them when tight stops, right? That's what we do. And the only thing the market is doing, the only thing the market is supposed to be doing is showing you the price right now. That's it. I did a really good interview with uh, Raymond. Uh, um, Palinsex is his uh, Twitter name, okay? Uh, but Raymond had a really, really good way of talking about price. He, and it, this is amazing he said uh the only price that is true is the price that it's trading right that it's trading at right now that's it the only price that is true is the price that is trading right now i was like wow that's amazing to think about that because we look at all these bars we look at all the line charts. We look at, you know, we look at indicators. We look at time frame continuity and browning formations and reversals. And we say, well, if there's no reversal against me and it trades above here, here's the magnitude. It's going there. And we say that with confidence, right? But what are we really looking at? We're looking at past data, right? Yes. Yes. We're looking at historical data to identify a trend that we believe strongly if this hammer goes in force, it's going to go to the upside and it's going to hit the magnitude at, let's just say it goes in force at $20 and, uh, and the magnitude's 27. And I, and he, and here's, 
this is what I'm going to make <laughs> once it hits there. You know what I mean? I'm going to keep, but here's my plan to get out. Here's my plan. The other, I'm waiting for another 2-2 continuation up because I'm a swing trader and I'm just going to hold it. I'm going to put my stops even and I'm just going to hold it. Or, um, no, I'm a day trader. I don't have time for this. You know what I mean? I, this stock trades, this this stock makes, uh, what do they make? They make uh, socks for cats. Oh, man. You know, Etsy. <laughs> That's what it is. Etsy. They make socks for cats. You know what I mean? They, they make coffee bugs. Who cares? Hammer and force. You know what I mean? From 20 from twenty dollars to twenty seven, boom, you know it's liquid enough for me to to buy shares, buy options, boom, it hits the magnitude, I'm out. You know what I mean? That's the thing. That's how you could trade it. You have to uh, execute it, right? You have to be able to execute. We talked about that last episode. Uh, so um, again, we're looking at these bars, and it's all past data. It's all past. It's gone. It's 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 past data. You know, historical data, historical data. So the only price that is really true, that act that is actually true, is the price that is, that's trading right now, okay? All right? You have to take responsibility. So, so you have to take responsibility for your trades is what I was going to lead into. But to finish my statement is the only thing that these charts, the only thing the market is responsible for is showing you what the price is trading at right now. That's it. That is it. The market is only responsible for showing you where the price is trading at right now. And daggone it, I hope you bought real-time data <laughs> or it's delayed. <laughs> then it's not doing its job at all. Daggone, man. <laughs> You're supposed to tell me where it's at right now. Uh, so um, this is a this is an amazing time right now where they're letting you see all this information. Because, you know, can you imagine... Trading in the 90s and in the late 80s, looking at the newspaper. You know what I mean? You can only look at uh, closing prices. You got to make your decision based on closing prices that's printed in the newspaper. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. There's some strategists out there right now saying I could do it. I don't care. I could do it. <laughs> I could. And you probably could. Um, you So let's get back to the point. Let's hone it. Let's bring it back. You have to take responsibility for your trades, okay? Um, taking responsibility for your trades means defining your risk but before you enter your trade. Defining how much uh, you're willing to risk before you take a trade. If this trade goes against me, how much am I losing? The next step is, uh, uh, the next step of that question is, if I take five trades this week, and this is my projected losses. If all if I take five trades this week and they all all five of them go bad, all five of them, which is unlikely, right? Right. But all five of them, five trades, terrible, terrible week for you. Is if you add all those losses up, potential losses up, how big is that? You have to be able to answer that. Okay. That's that that comes with trading plan okay trading plan so and then so with options traders that's a lot harder with uh, harder with um uh, people that trade common shares you know we can use those tighter stops all right but you still have to be able to in the small account people you still have to be able to look at this and go all right if if i if you know here here i go can i you know i'm options trader can i can i afford to take 50 percent losses on five trades this week no 
So why am I why am I saying I'm going to take 50% a loss on this trade before I get out? That's crazy, right? If you're driving to work and you find you're out you're on the you got a full tank of gas and you're driving down the highway and you're like, "Oh crap, I missed my exit." Do you just keep, you know what? I'm going to stay on this road. I got a full tank of gas. I'm going to stay on this road until uh until I, you know, this road starts taking me in the right direction and I'm not turning around until I get to a half tank of gas. I'm not doing it. I'm not turning around until I get to a half tank of gas. You're not, you're not, you're not going to make me do it. <laughs> Everybody in the car will be screaming at you. We're going to be late. <laughs> you know, even if you didn't have to go nowhere, they'd be screaming at you. That is the dumbest plan I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to drive until it's halfway halfway down before I, I turn around and get off on this exit and go back the other way. You better get off on this exit, exit 12. <laughs> Take this little loop-de-loop and get back on the right track. You're going south, you're supposed to be going north. You better be going north. All right? So um, that's a funny you know, analogy, but it's true. Okay? So you can't, you know, so if you, so, you know, you add up, you take responsibility for your trades. You know how much you're willing to risk, and, uh, and you accept that risk. Putting on the trade is not accepting the risk, okay? Putting on the trade and going, okay, I got stopped out. I hit, it, it hit my uh, my stop. I'm out. And it doesn't affect you and, you know, you know, it doesn't bother you. That's accepting the risk, okay? And I'm not talking about being emotionally stone cold. I'm saying, all right, I hit my stop, small loss. All right, cool. I got my money back. Now it's time to find an, a trade that's actually working or reverse you know what I mean? Apple did great on these 60s for five hours. It's about to triangle out all these all these bars. I take my profit, and then I get a put. All you know what I mean? Get some puts and work it to the downside on the 60s. I I I'm cool with that. You know what I mean? So uh, take responsibility for your trades. That goes along with again identifying your risk, and then having the next step is having a systematic way of taking profit. Okay, having a systematic way of taking profit. Um, that comes from trading in the zone from Mark Douglas. Okay, you will not go broke taking profits. You will not go broke taking profits. Uh, if you're an options trader and you're you're if you let's just say your uh, your goal is like you know thirty percent. That's it, thirty percent. It hits magnitude. It hits that thirty percent. Boom, take it. Just take it. You know what I mean? Or you, you know, and then you're if you're good enough, you got two options. You got one, boom, you take your money, boom, take it, take your money on the first one. That's that 30% you paid yourself. You paid yourself first, okay? And then you left the second one on as a runner, okay? <laughs> second, second, you got the second base, you know what I mean? And uh, and uh, you're going to leave that thing as a runner, and hopefully it, hits, it, it makes it all the way back home, home run. You know what I mean? Hopefully it keeps going. Hits the second, you know, third target, fourth target, you know? Um, but if it doesn't, keep pushing them stops up. What's your okay? So you left a runner, you left a runner on your option, or you left a runner on your, um, you cut half of your position. You have half of your position left, okay? For for the podcast, we're gonna say ten shares. You had ten shares, took off five, paid yourself. You have five left. What's your exit for these five? What's your out? How, where are you gonna get out at? You're gonna let that one trade all the way back down, and go to zero. But you put your stops even. You can. But you better put your stops even. I'd rather you 
have an out and go, okay, I'm going to leave this runner on. And if, you know, the next, uh, you know, here's my, you know, let's just say a 2-2 reversal back down on the 15. Nope. Cut it. Take my profits. Take them. <laughs> have a systematic way for taking profits, okay? That's what I'm saying. Um, take responsibility for your trades and uh, journal, journal, journal. Um, I was not really into journaling until I met OG Trades. And just making a note of where you got in at. It doesn't have to be elaborate. It could just be a, a screenshot. It could be some quick notes. You know what I mean? And again, all right, took a small loss today. That's good. Smiley face. All right. Um, small loss. Uh, or win. Here we go. I, mean, I, I, I took uh, took five trades. These are winners. Then you can flip back in your pages and go, okay, look at this. Look at these few weeks. These are good. You know what I mean? These are good. I'm making good wins, good profit. I'm taking my profit when I get it, and I have small losses. And the losses that I'm I am taking are not wiping out my profits, because it's not about what you make; it's about what you can keep. <laughs> All right, that's enough for me. This is the strat chosen for enforce. That's enough for me. It is. It is. This is supposed to be short, little podcast just to get everybody's mind, you know, in the right in the right you know, state, state of mind. It's all about state of mind. You're going to get, you're going to be um, surprised what you could do with mindset. It's it's almost more important than skill, but uh, well, that's for another, that's, a, that's for another time. This is the Strat Soldier for Enforce. I'll talk to you guys later. Peace.